Hey guys, it's Melissa here from MelissaOatman.com. Welcome to another episode of Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness. I am so delighted that you are here with me today. Today, I want to talk to you about something that I think is super important. It's about how to shift your relationship patterns so that you can call in your soul tribe. So before we get started with today's episode, we have a word from our sponsor. Hey, what's up? How y'all doing? Yo, this is the host of the Paul Pickett Podcast, otherwise known as Triple P, the one and only Paul Pickett. Check me out three days a week, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday on my YouTube channel at Paul Pickett Podcast, where I talk nothing but music, sports, and politics. See you there. Many of us get stuck in relationships that are just not serving us, whether it's friendships, family relationships, or romantic relationships. And the reason that we do this is because we're not being authentic. We're not being real in our relationships. We're not really being who we are. So we end up attracting people who don't value us because we aren't being true to ourselves. So we're not seeing our value. So we're attracting others who also don't see our value. So when we shift our relationship patterns. We're able to call in people who more authentically align with who we truly are as people. And those people are our soul tribe. So today, if you are a person who feels like you have a hard time calling in people in your life who make your life better and really make you feel seen, then today's episode is for you for sure. So part of the problem And why we tend to shift people or attract people, I should say, into our lives who maybe make us feel alone or maybe we feel like we're putting in all of the work and then when the table's turned, they're nowhere to be found. Part of the reason that we do this is because we are too afraid to let ourselves truly be seen. We dim our light because we don't want to be too... What I was always told is like, you don't want to be too proud of yourself, right? You don't want to be conceited. You don't want to be seen as arrogant. So we would dim our lights to make others shine. And we would desperately crave connections with people. Yet if we're dimming our light and we're not really truly shining and being who we were truly meant to be, we're going to attract people who want us to dim our lights so that they can shine. And then what tends to happen is that you tend to be overshadowed in the relationship. And that is a very common thing. What it stems from is this really deeply rooted belief that we're not good enough, that we don't really deserve love, that we have to be someone else's idea of the person we're supposed to be, not who we truly are in order to fit in. And that starts from a very young age. When you go to school, there are all kinds of groups, you know, cliques that start to develop. And you have to feel like you need to fit into one of those groups. And maybe you don't at all. And honestly, a lot of people who are empaths or very emotional and sensitive, they really don't fit into any one category. That was one thing about me in school was... I had a lot of people who were friendly to me and nice, 
but I didn't really have a lot of close friends. And the reason for that is because I didn't feel like I fit in in any of those different categories. It's like, I don't really fit in with those people over there and I'm not athletic. I don't fit in with those people. So it was hard for me because I didn't know where I fit in. And I always felt like I had to be somebody I wasn't in order to fit into any particular group. So what ends up happening is that you're not really being authentic with your friendships and you're not being the real you. And so you end up blocking what you're really wanting, which is true connection. Because if you're not being your most authentic self, you're not truly letting people in because you're not allowing them to see the real you. But if you're like me, I used to have those thoughts like if people know who I really am, they may think I'm weird or they may not like me. It's really interesting because I was really afraid at first of letting people know that I had a podcast or letting them know that I did Reiki or I did past life regression or that I even believed in that or that I believed in tarot cards or that I believed in getting readings. I thought, okay, people are just going to think you're the weirdest thing. So I didn't want to tell anyone that, right? Like you would only tell like a few select people, maybe. So I kept that to myself. And later on, someone that I knew from work started looking into, I guess, my pages and that. And she was like, it was somebody that I would not have expected this from in a million years, reached out and said, oh my gosh, I had a past life experience and I had a mentor and a guru and I learned all of this stuff. It was so interesting. We had this deep conversation going on back and forth through Facebook Messenger um, because it was somebody that I worked with who lived an hour away and I had no idea that this person even knew about any of this stuff, let alone was into it and had studied it. And so it was so interesting that I happened to share the same common interest with this person. And the reason that I never found that out when we actually physically worked together was because I wasn't being my authentic true self. And I didn't know that. I didn't know that about her. And so we have to stop trying to change who we are to fit in you're not going to fit in with every group and that's okay like it's, it's not how it's meant to be you can still be friendly with people and not have to hang out with them if if that doesn't feel right for you if it doesn't fit in it's not about popularity anyway and that's of course growing up we think we want to be like the popular kids it's not about that it's better to have more authentic relationships than you know, I always say quantity, quality over quantity, not the other way around, quality over quantity, because you can have 50 friends, and if you're not close to any of them, what's the point? So it's important to be able to be who you truly are and not feel like you have to put on an act or play some sort of role. If you feel like you keep getting hurt or rejected by your friends, and you're attracting people who really aren't there for you, it's because you're not being authentic to yourself and you're not letting people in. And I know I definitely struggled with that. And once I started just being myself and being open and who I was, the right people showed up. Not everybody showed up. There's still going to be people who look at you like, okay, you believe in past lives. All right, weirdo, whatever. But I don't care. And that's part of it too. So we're going to talk about what are some ways that you can shift your relationship patterns so they can actually call in your soul tribe? And the first thing you have to do is really, really get real with yourself and 
it's time for you to figure out what do you believe in? What do you stand for? What beliefs do you have that are keeping you from attracting your true soul tribe? So is it because you got rejected by a group of friends when you were alone at camp? For me, I mean, I remember this story as if it happened to me yesterday, and this is so interesting, but I was in first grade, and there was a girl in my class who just, she thought she was better than everybody else, and she would just say the meanest things. She didn't like me, and I don't know what I did to her, but she just did not like me. And the only thing maybe I can think of is that she was like part Native American, and so she had dark hair and was dark complected and I was like blonde and really white. And that is the only thing that maybe I could see because it is a first grader. I can't imagine what I would have done to her that she didn't like me, but I was different than she was. So maybe that was it. I don't know. But anyway, she just would say the meanest things to me for no real reason. Like I tried to get close to her because she was friends with a friend of mine. And I remember one day I was wearing a shirt that had Big Bird on it. And in first grade, I did not pick out my clothes. <laughs> I mean, maybe first graders do. I don't, I didn't know of many first graders who picked out their own clothes, right? My mom picked out my clothes. And so I wore this Big Bird shirt and she just said in front of everybody, uh, you're a little old to be wearing that shirt. Like Sesame Street is not cool anymore. And I felt really stupid and dumb in front of and embarrassed in front of everyone. Obviously, it was a deep memory because I still remember it. And it was from first grade. I don't remember much else about first grade. And I remember that day I went out to the playground and I just sat by myself because like they all went to play with her and I didn't want to play with her because she hurt my feelings. So I was just sitting there and I didn't really have anybody to play with. And I can remember that very deeply. So for me, that feeling of being embarrassed and that feeling of rejection from somebody I was trying to be friends with, that really stung, right? That hurt. So for me, that was a very defining moment in my life that I had to like work through and kind of let go of and just say, there's nothing that you can remember that you did to this girl and you tried to be nice and she just didn't like you. So there's not really anything you can do about that. You got to let that go. That has nothing to do with you. Yeah, it made you feel bad, but let it go. It doesn't have, you weren't not good enough, right? wearing a big bird shirt didn't make you a horrible person or not worthy and deserving of love. So let that go. So there may be stories from a long time ago that think back and remember, you may have to let them go. But those stories, especially if they happened early on in your life, really did for you define how you felt about yourself and how you saw yourself. So we have to learn to let those things go. It's, it's important to look at it because it's important to understand why we do the things we do and why we feel the way we feel because then we can let it go, right? Once you identify, 
oh my gosh, here's where it all comes down to. In the first grade, I didn't feel good enough. I didn't have the right clothes, which just blows my mind that in the first grade, that would be an important thing. But it earlier and earlier now, kids are feeling the pressure to have to live up to some sort of ideal of what they're supposed to look like. And kids can be incredibly cruel. So we have to bring that up so we can let it go. And that's the second thing is tapping. If you realize, oh my gosh, in the first grade, I felt like I wasn't good enough because I wore the wrong shirt. And I was really embarrassed by that because this girl pointed it out. That feeling of not being good enough, that's deep down. Do a tapping to get rid of that feeling like I have to look the part. I have to be a certain way because you don't. That's not the truth. So we need to tap that old emotional energy that's stuck somewhere deep within our subconscious and within our cellular memory. Because even though those things happened so long ago, like that happened for me in first grade, the memory is still there. And if my brain can remember the details, then my emotional body is remembering the feeling. And when things happen, if someone gives me a certain look or that you know, not even just a certain look, but sometimes I wear jeans that have like the rips in them because that's the popular thing now. But older people will always love to say this to you and it's like, just stop doing it. It's not funny. But they'll say, oh, we couldn't afford to get jeans that don't have holes. To which I always say, actually, I paid extra for the holes. And it's like, haha, we all laugh. And then I'm like, yeah, that's so old and everyone says it. It's not funny. Just let it go. Don't pick on someone else's appearance because you don't know if that would make someone uncomfortable or not. And most likely it probably does. So don't do it. It's not funny anyway. So when those triggers come out and other people do things, we had to tap that stuff out so it doesn't bother us anymore. You can also take a stand and just decide that You're going to do things differently and you can ask the universe to help you. Help me to release people who are not serving me, who are not for my highest good and help me to release the old wounds that are attracting these same kinds of people. Help me to draw in my tribe. Help me to be my most authentic self. Help me to make this shift because the universe is ready to help you. But the first thing you really have to know is that you have to stop caring what people think about you. We have to have this, and it's hard to do, I get it. But you can sort of become, I want to say callous and numb, but I don't mean that in a bad way. But if someone comes up to you and says something ignorant, you can absolutely walk away and be like, whatever, I don't value your opinion, and just let it go. We have that right. And if we can get to that place where you know if so-and-so says this about me, it means nothing because they're a shitty person, so I don't care what they think anyway. If you can get to that point and not care, only care when it comes to important things because so many times we focus on insignificant people, people who really don't matter. If a stranger came up to you and said, oh, nice jeans, you look stupid, who cares? You don't know them. You don't owe them anything. Just walk away. We've got to learn to start letting things go. Start being yourself 100%. You know, there's the whole phrase, let your freak flag fly. Well, do it. Don't care what anyone else thinks about you. 
you are not supposed to be a certain way, made in a certain mold. So stop trying to fit into that. Stop trying to attract people who really don't align with you. That's the thing. I mean, I think it's interesting, but every time I meet new people or whatever, if our values do not align, I don't even make an effort. Seriously, because it's not worth the time. You can still be kind and nice, but stop trying to build relationships with people who don't get you because they're not made from the same kind of cloth as you. They don't hold the same values. That's important. We're here to align with people who make us feel better about ourselves, not people who will expect you to be a certain way so that they feel better about themselves. And this is probably the hardest part but you're going to have to be vulnerable. You're going to have to let people in. Brene Brown says in order for connections to happen, we have to allow ourselves to be seen, really seen. And for people who've been hurt, that's really hard. You can be very good at showing up for others and giving, but when it comes time for you to receive and to be seen, probably not as good at it because that's a harder thing to be vulnerable. I always think if I'm showing up and I'm helping others, I used to think that was me being vulnerable, but it's not. Me being vulnerable is telling people my deepest fears and what really makes me tick. And if you don't do that and you're not letting people in, then people aren't experiencing the real you. So there's not really a true emotional connection. But it doesn't mean that you have to let everything go and and be vulnerable with every single person in your life. That's not what it means. You're not going to go up to your coworker and be like, when I was five years old, I got made fun of on the playground. That's not what it means. It means with certain people in your life, with your true friendships that you want to develop and deepen, be vulnerable with those people. You don't have to be vulnerable with the grocery store clerk who's checking you out. That would be a little weird. And then, yeah, people would roll their eyes at you. So, again... Be vulnerable with the right people. So true connection is about really connecting with yourself, being who you truly are. And once you start doing that, your soul tribe is going to show up. I've seen that in my own life. When I started this podcast and I started being vulnerable and talking about my experiences, I would get messages from people like, oh my gosh, the same thing happened to me. I'm so glad you said that because I experienced the same thing. And then from there would just be conversations that would take place and people continuously connecting with me because they felt like they had the same things in common. And that's what it's all about. And it's great when you can connect with people who really love you for who you truly are because then there's no pretending. A lot of us feel stuck and like fakes in our own life because we're not being ourselves. We feel like we're having to do what other people think we should do. And that is going to be the true cause of your suffering in life is denying who you truly are and just trying to fit into a certain mold, trying to fit into other people's expectations of who they think you should be. So stop trying to do that because that's not who you are and it wasn't who you were designed to be and you didn't come here to be a fake person. You came here so that you could experience connection, human connection, in all of its forms. And we can't do that if we're not willing to open up and be vulnerable and be who we truly were meant to be. 
It is incredibly freeing when you open up and you stop hiding yourself, stop dimming your light, and you really show up in your life fully and authentically. It's really the only way to find and make those deep connections with people you call your soul tribe. And they will show up. They will find you because you are being you. The reason they haven't been able to find you before is because they couldn't see you. You were hiding behind whoever you thought you were supposed to be. Stop hiding. Really show up for yourself and watch your tribe flow in. All right, so I pulled two cards for you today. And the cards I pulled are from the Soul Truth deck, the Self-Awareness card deck by Brianne Hovey. And the first one is, am I focused on what I am losing or gaining? Are you going through some change? Are you scared to let go because of what you might lose? What if you shifted your focus from what you might lose to what you might gain? Endings are actually new beginnings. Today's sole action is to make a list of all the things you will gain from the change you are going through. Feel your heart and take a deep breath and deepen into trust. Amazing things are coming. Your second card is, how does my body want me to move today? When we move, we change our state and raise our vibration. This new elevated state becomes a channel for more energy. Are you moving your body daily? Are you passionate about it? Is it time to try something new? Today's sole action is how does your body want you to move today? Listen and joyfully do. All right, guys. Well, I hope you have a beautiful day from wherever you're listening. Remember that if you want to purchase some podcast merch, can do so. There's a link on my website on the homepage. It says podcast merch if you want to get your own cup or t-shirt. And I want to thank you so much for being with me every day. I am sending you guys so much love and light and I will talk to you soon. Bye guys.
Before we get started with today's episode, we have a word from our sponsor. 